This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're going to quasi-put the NFL aside for a couple of minutes. And the reason I say quasi is uh, my next guest is going to give us some inside info on quarterbacks that may someday become National Football League stars. We shall see. Um, he is my personal guru when it comes to evaluating college quarterbacks and their ability to jump to the next level. He's been good enough to hop on with me for the last several years, uh, a couple times a year, as a matter of fact, as a guest to talk QBs. Former NCAA player, NCAA coach, turned analyst for the Pac-12 Network. Our buddy Yogi Roth joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Yogi? I'm doing okay. How are you? Very good. How was your Thanksgiving? You know, it was it was uh, it was a little hectic because we started the day and it was the beach, it was cooking, it was family, and then by the time uh, we sat down for dinner, I found out that I was broadcasting a game, Colorado San Diego State, because of all the changes. So it was it was classic 2020, you know, fluid, can't really predict much, but uh, it was it was really enjoyable. How about you? Yeah, uh, very good. Thank you very much for asking. Anytime my wife makes a mushroom stuffing, it can only be so uh, bad uh, because it is the greatest thing on the planet. Um, but uh, glad to hear you had a good one. Uh, you, the point you make about the fluid 2020 is so on point, and that's one of the reasons why I'm not going to ask you about the Pac-12 because uh, the COVID did a number on their conference this year, and uh, there isn't a superstar team out there, so they're not going to be considered in the playoffs. So I, I won't make you double down on all your Pac-12 work. Instead, I'm going to tap into your QB expertise. Uh, I'll start with a statement, and I want you to respond. Um, a widely held belief that when the season is over and done with Trevor Lawrence will grade out as the best quarterback coming out of college football since maybe a guy you knew out there in the Pac-12, Andrew Luck. Number one, do you concur with that evaluation? Uh, yeah, I think that's probably pretty fair. You know, I'm just kind of racking my brain for all the guys I've seen. I mean, I've seen pretty much every quarterback, uh, you know, on the West Coast or you know maybe even the country since about 2005. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, Andrew is this, is, is a one percenter. I think Trevor is too. You know, when we saw him in high school at the Elite Eleven, him and Justin Fields, you know, in the same class, 
we we all said collectively as a staff, um, it was Trent Dilfer, myself, our Elite Eleven crew, we're like, man, these guys are like pros. And Trevor specifically, like you could tell real quick. Uh, and then it was all about the makeup, work ethic, desire to be great, competitiveness, all the intangibles, and, and he clearly has those. So yeah, I, I think it's it's a fair comparison. I think as always though, when it comes to that pick, it's always where you go. I mean, look at Jared Goff versus Sam Darnold, right? Two guys that you, you could say Sam was a better college player even. I mean, it just went to two totally different environments, right? Jared obviously was Sean McVay and went to a Super Bowl two years ago, and here's Sam, you know, kind of competing every week just to survive with the Jets. So I think it's a, it's a good comp now, and I just caution it to, like, who knows where he goes to make the comp later because I think Andrews had a heck of a career with the Colts. Speaking of comps, it just hit me this week, and damn, I've been watching Trevor Lawrence since he took his first snap at Clemson, but I don't know what it was about this week's game where he'd been off for a month and came back and looked like he hadn't missed a beat, a step, or anything else. There was a guy that jumped out to me that he seems to come to, because every fan wants that. They want to know what type of quarterback, what NFL quarterback, what guy I've laid my eyes on before is this guy going to look like, play like when he gets to the NFL. I've got one for Trevor. Who would you comp him most to? Oh, man, that's tough. Uh, All time? Um, You know, the thing with him is that he's not only, like, he's got the body type that will remind you a little bit of, like, you know, Matt Ryan, he's like a big passer, pure, but he's so, he's a really talented athlete. Like, I I don't know. I'm trying to kind of go through back in the day when guys were coming out of college who could move like that and deal like that. And, and I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you I'll my guy that. and just uh, tell me if I'm, I'm off base. And it's not as big an athletic comparison. It's more status in the pocket, ability to read the field, the way they deliver the ball, the accuracy. For some reason, it jumped out at me this weekend. He reminded me so much of Peyton Manning coming out of Tennessee. And Peyton was never a great athlete, but he was as good as it was, as there ever was at being able to dissect the play and throw it right where it needed to be thrown. Every single play, stood tall in the pocket, delivered the football. I just saw a major comp in my uh, viewing this week between Trevor Lawrence and Peyton Manning. What do you see? Yeah, that's interesting. I, I never would have made that that comp, um, right? Just because Trevor can move so well. But you're right. As a passer, you know, when Peyton came out, he he was clearly a pure passer, and you know, I think later later part in his career, clearly struggled with the neck injury, etc. Tre- Trevor's got that ability, man. I, I don't think he's as maniacal as uh, at least Peyton was. You know, has been has been talked about in terms of you know the stress he puts on his teammates in terms of. You know, you have to elevate to this standard because he's, you know, such a film junkie. I think Trevor is probably more of a, I don't know, an extension of the lot of the huddle than an extension of the coaching staff to the players. If that makes sense, uh-huh. he's just got a moxie about him and a cool factor in him that, you know, it, it's easy to say Tom Brady, but like you think of like the Aaron Rodgers of the world, Tom Brady's like guys that have been around for a long time that really can connect. He's got that ability to him, and what what I love most about him. And, and this is probably much different than Peyton, but maybe similar to, to Andrew, is that football does not, you know, has has not defined him, and I don't think it will. I think for Peyton, football has always and will always define him. Right? As he grew up in that household, you know, we've seen all the beautiful videos, we've heard him talk about the craft. I mean, he's the poster child of that position. 
Trevor, I can remember talking to him in high school, and he's talking about seeing the world, and you know, he's got other thoughts. And even it was his freshman year, there was a lot of pressure on him with you know him coming out of the gate the way he did. And there was a press conference he did where he just was like, you know, I'm not really gonna, I can't really stress about all that stuff. And he, you know, he went down the religious <laughs> lane, but he he's got a faith about him that says, you know, I'm I I'm not gonna tie my life to the game, and I think that's a positive. I think back in the day when you couldn't do as much research on people. That would be a knock on guys, uh, but I, I think for Trevor, he's he's somebody that uh, can kind of flow with the success, you know, very naturally. He understands how talented he is. He knew he knew how talented he was at 16, and he's just refined the craft as he's gotten older. And what I've loved about him is he's really matured. And, and I think, uh, and to me, like really, the the comp I, I kind of make is Justin Herbert to a certain degree. Now you look at the size those guys are; both got incredible touch with the ball. Uh, both dynamic athletes, multi-sport athletes growing up. You know, it kind of dawned on me as we're, we're in this dialogue now, and, and neither one of them, I think, are defined only by football. You know, I think they'd be fine if it wasn't there, but they love it and they thrive within it. And I, I, think that's a, I think that's a good thing right now in this day and age of so much attention to be able to deal with the game with that type of perspective. And, and I think that's why Trevor will be able to thrive wherever he goes. Yeah, stepping in behind Deshaun Watson in the national championship with some pretty big shoes to fill, and he's done just that at Clemson. That's Trevor Lawrence. Yogi Roth, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let's comp him to the guy who's probably going to go behind him in the draft, and it may be the pick behind him. They may come one, two off the board. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Field. I remember having a conversation with you here on CBS Sports Radio. When Field decided to go to Georgia, you said, Georgia just might have gotten the best quarterback in this class this year. Uh, didn't work out down there in Athens, but he has certainly flourished at Ohio State. We'll see how many games they get in this year. But, again, he's undefeated. Um, how close between Trevor and Justin, if Trevor is the number one pick, should Justin Fields be the number two pick in the country this year? Oh, yeah. And I think it's all about, you know, you know obviously the draft is a huge part to play in that. But, you know, he, he reminded me a lot in high school of Jameis Winston coming out. You know, Jameis was the best quarterback I saw in high school at the time. Uh, and you look at just kind of the not, – not necessarily just how they move, but how they study. And then when I got around Justin at the same time when I met Trevor, uh, these guys love the craft, man. And that's what what blew me away. A lot of times at Elite 11, what I'll do is, you know, I'm kind of the MC host of sorts, so I'll give my message. And then as other people come up and talk, whether they're X's and O's or it could be off the field, whatever it was, I always stand behind the guys. And I'm like, all right, what are they writing down? Like, are they paying attention? Are they doodling? Justin Fields to this day had probably the best notes I've seen in my 12 years with high school quarterbacks, you know, with the premier high school quarterbacks. And that, that might sound like a, a silly little thing, but I, I think it speaks to just his desire to be a seeker and just soak up knowledge everywhere. That's him. You know, you talk to Ryan Day about him, he'd say the same thing. Talk to any of his teammates, they'd say the same thing. And this is a guy who easily, easily could have said, you know, I'm just going to opt out of this thing right? at any point. Right, uh, but he has, and he never flinched. He led the petition. He led the, you know, the, the program and the, and the messaging back to with the desire to play responsibly. And, and I just think he's a star. And then you go into his background, right? This is a guy who's committed to Penn State, coming out of high school. He's a multi-sport athlete. Goes to UGA as you referenced. Situation wasn't ideal, so he went and got a fresh start. And a lot of guys that do that because you could track a bunch around the country. Drama just follows them. 
he's not like that. He, he's a very concise, in my opinion, decision maker. This is an environment that isn't necessarily healthy for me to grow and evolve. Okay, I'm going to make a move, clean slate, and let's go. And and that's a really uh, that's a special thing, in my opinion. So I, I think he's an absolute star. Uh, both of these guys can deal. They're they're going to root for each other. Uh, it's I hope it's just like uh, Jared and um, Carson Wentz when they got drafted. Both were the same agents. Both were training together prior to the draft. Like I, I'd love to see that with these two guys. I think they'll make each other better. And you know, we're watching the next wave of quarterbacks again come into the NFL, and, and these two and the guys that got drafted last year with Tua and company. I mean, it's the same same thing. They're going to add to that and. You know, I don't know if they'll start day one, but, man, by the end of the season, I'd imagine both of those guys will be starting the NFL somewhere. We're both in agreement that they will be the first two quarterbacks taken. I personally think they're going to be the first two picks off the board. So who's the third-best quarterback in college football this year? You know, guy who's playing really well is Mac Jones. You know, I know that system. I've known Steve Sarkeesian since I was in college. I was playing, so we're talking, you know, about 20 years or so. And... What they do at Alabama, yes, they've got horses. You know, yes, they have talent. Yes, they um, you know have scheme, but he processes extremely well. Right? He's not just playing catch. I think a lot of quarterbacks around the country, especially in a COVID era, are just playing catch. Meaning, it's a half field read. It's a pure progression. Meaning, you don't even look at the defense. You look at his first receiver open. If he's not, I throw it to the second. If he is, I just throw it to him, regardless of what coverage your front they're playing. Mac is a guy who I think has the ability to dissect teams. I mean, he just does. He's really impressive to me. Um, and, I, and I remember when Gardner Minshew kind of burst onto the scene. This has got a, a similar vibe to that. And then all of a sudden, Gardner became a starter in the NFL. I think Mac's going to be similar. You know, I know there's a lot of comps to Joe Burrow because of the SEC and kind of relatively coming out of nowhere with you know, a bunch of high, highly ranked recruits at that position. But I look at Mac, and I remember him coming out of high school committed to Kentucky at the time, and he just had this seriousness about him around around the craft. And you can just kind of tell, like, if he got his chance, he would thrive. And what I love about him versus the other two uh, quarterbacks we've referenced tonight is that it didn't go perfect for him when he started as a freshman. No. Like, he didn't play his first year, his second year, his third year. I mean, he had to bide his time. And then he had to deal with the number one quarterback in the country, pending which rankings, one or two, the true freshman in Bryce Young who came to Alabama, and he never made it about anybody else. He just made it about him and his mastery of it. And look what he's doing. I mean, to me, a guy with a Heisman vote, he's easily in that dialogue for me. So I, I don't think he's getting a lot of play. Zach Wilson is, as he should. Um, of course, Kyle Trask is dealing, as he should. But I, I look at how Mac is operating, you know, the types of throws he's making, the types of reads he's making, the, 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 the games that Sark is calling and how he's calling them. I mean, it's it's really impressive because he's asking his quarterback to understand how we're setting up defense, not just, hey, just run the play that I call. In my eyes from afar, I, I see and recognize that Mac is, is a nice grasp of what they're trying to do conceptually every game. And that, that's why I think right now, and what I'd love to see in the playoff, if those three teams make it, I mean, how fun is that? You know, you got potentially three top 10 draft picks if Mac decided to come out. I, I think he's that talented. Who knows if he'll, he'll end up opting out or not, but it would be fun to watch a couple of those guys go head-to-head. All right, two guys you mentioned who are in the Heisman running. Trask is probably the leader with Wilson just off his flank putting up unbelievable numbers this year. How would you compare and con- contrast those two and their NFL possibilities? Well, different players. 
you know, Zach Wilson to me, I call it LTA. We use this phrase at Elite 11. I think we've talked about it before. It stands for load to arrival. So if you watch any anybody throw the ball, it could be you and your wife Thanksgiving afternoon or it could be on an NFL game right now, when you put your back foot in the ground and decide to cock the ball, you really load your body to say, all right, I'm going to get it out. If I hit a stopwatch when that happened and then hit one when the ball arrived at the target, if I put 10 quarterbacks up and they were 15-yard throws, we'd get a variance of times. And when I watch Zach Wilson deal, from freshman year to now, his LTA is phenomenal. I mean, his ability to make a decision and boom, get it out, you know, and in terms of, you know, it's like a golfer in terms of his hips, you know, when can they move and trigger the ball to come out? And that's really where it all begins. It's special, in my opinion. It really is nice. I like him. I, I think he's a guy that I could totally see playing in the NFL. You know, it's an easy comp just the way that he deals probably to, like, somebody like Mahomes, if you just look at him as a passer to a certain degree. He's not nearly that type of athlete, but he's got that, you know, the, the catchphrase that everybody will use is his twitchiness right. as a passer. That, that, that's, that's really impressive. You know, De- Derek Carr had that coming out of college. I think that's a nice comparison to probably both of these guys to a certain degree. Kyle Trask, he's a he's a little more heavy footed than Zach, and that's not a knock because Zach, you know, he's he's fleet of foot in that regard. I mean, he's light on his feet, almost like a boxer. Um, whereas Kyle, he's you know, it's a different body type. But man, I I, li- I really like this group of quarterbacks that that are coming out and potentially coming out uh, in the NFL. And and for the Heisman race, it, it's going to be fun because the reality is, I think for a lot of Heisman voters, is you've been hyper focused on the area you've had to cover. Or you've been a little bit across the map because of the staggered start. So it's going to come down to, I think, this year more than ever, these last couple games. Because, to be honest, um, I, you know, every, we didn't even know if the Heisman was going to happen until a couple right. weeks ago. And I don't think it's been on any Heisman voters' mind because so many other things are. So it'll probably be a case this year of what have you done for me lately and what have you done in big games. So SEC championship game. Right? Can Justin Fields get a couple more games? It's probably going to hamper him in the Heisman, even though I think he's been Heisman-worthy other than a couple turnovers in the Indiana game. But I don't know if he'll have enough data points uh, for the Heisman. Uh, for me, what I would love this year more than any as a, as a voter is I, I'd love if we didn't vote until the final game. Like, let's just vote January 12th. I mean, why not? Like, who cares? That's you know, the way. Just because nobody's going to play uh, the same amount of games. So I think the more games, the better to have an accurate vote. That's the way it always should be. Yeah, not only this year, but going forward as well. You and I agree on that. Uh, Yogi, unfortunately, ran out of time. I'm definitely going to ask you back on again. You gave us great insight tonight. I will ask you to do so again at a later date. Thanks, buddy. Glad to hear you had a good Thanksgiving with the fam. Yeah, you too, man. Talk to you soon. My pleasure. Yogi Ross from the Pac-12 Network, quarterback guru. Likes Mac Jones. Glad to hear it. I'm a Mac Jones fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.